to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? I cannot wait to chat with you today. There's so many amazing things coming your way, so I can't wait to get into it. I am talking to you today about burnout, aka adrenal fatigue, aka HPA dysregulation. We are getting into it because I am currently in my luteal phase. And your luteal phase is going to be the greatest indicator of if you're on the brink of burnout or not. And I had a real hard realization in this luteal phase that I was like, "Mm, I think I am on the way to really burning myself out. And your luteal phase is such a good indicator of that because the ratio of estrogen to progesterone that you experience in your luteal phase that you don't experience in your follicular phase, because remember, we have four phases to our cycle, right? Menstrual phase, follicular phase, ovulation phase, luteal phase. In your follicular phase, you don't have progesterone present yet because ovulation is what produces progesterone. So in your follicular phase, you have estrogen levels that are continuously increasing. So you kind of have rose-colored glasses on. You're like all excited about stuff. You're just like going, going, going. And then after ovulation, once progesterone comes on the scene, you have a different ratio of estrogen to progesterone. And when this happens, you can no longer ignore how you're actually feeling. So your luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days before your period, will let you know the level of health that you're currently operating from. And not only will you notice physically where you're operating from, but you're going to also realize it mentally. Whereas in your follicular phase, when you just have that high estrogen without progesterone, you can mask the truth of what's really going on. But the truth is shown to you in bright lights in your luteal phase, so it's just really important to know that what is coming up in that luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days to your period, is really important to pay attention to because it gets this bad rap that, oh, you're just being hormonal. Oh, you just have PMS. You're just getting your period. So that's why you're feeling like this. Like, of course, there is a such a thing as when you do have really imbalanced level of progesterone to estrogen, right? Like there is hormonal imbalances, obviously, that can be present that will cause you to have these extreme mood swings and and really feel like totally out of whack and totally exhausted. Like that's not normal. However, if you're feeling just off and you're noticing things are different and things are coming up, like I don't want you to push that away because it's telling you that for a reason. So that is what we're getting into today. We're going to talk about like what actually is burnout. What is HPA dysregulation, which is uh, commonly called adrenal fatigue? What actually is it? And what can we do if we are on the brink of this so that we don't move into full-on burnout? But before we get into this, I have something so exciting to share with you. I literally can't wait. We, I've been really thinking about how I can really grow this podcast community and connect with you more because I'm obsessed with podcasting. Uh, in the future, we I want to do events and have retreats, and I really just want to connect with you more 
than just right here on the podcast. When you're walking your dog or you're taking a shower, you're emptying the dishwasher, whatever you're doing, I want to connect with you more. So I created a completely free Mind Your Hormones podcast listener Facebook group community. Now, if you were in uh, January and February, not January, if you were in February and March's masterclasses, you are already in this Facebook group because that is where I'm doing every single month I do free masterclass, which you've probably heard me talk about this, but this is where I'm doing it now. I'm doing it in the Mind Your Hormones podcast listener community. Every single month, I'm going to go in there and do a free training. I'm doing really fun giveaways in there, especially when we have interview episodes and just randomly doing giveaways. Whenever I do come out with some products and we're going to do events, you'll be the first to know. I'm going to ask your input on things like what you want more of, podcast episode-wise, what you want to learn more of, what you're going through. We have connection threads. So if you're someone who is thinking of coming off hormonal birth control, or maybe you just did come off hormonal birth control, you could connect with other women in this community who are doing that. Maybe you're somebody who just um, is in postpartum phase. You could connect with women who are doing that, or you're somebody who is trying to get pregnant, like whatever is going on, we have all different connection threads. And it's just a really nice way for not only for you and I to connect more, but for you to connect more with the other like-minded women who are in this community, because you might not know the other women that are in this community. And I do because so many of you reach out to me and they're incredible. And I want you all to be able to connect. And I want to have more connection with you and, and be in there with you. So if you want to join, it's totally free. It's a Facebook group community. If you want to join this, there will be a link in the show notes to join. You go there, put your name and email in, and then you're going to get emailed a link to join the Facebook group. So after you sign up on that page that you're going to click below in the show notes, make sure you go to your email to join the Facebook group. And if you have friends that listen to this podcast and you want to make sure that they're in there, share the link with them that I'm going to put in the show notes so that they could join too. And I can't wait. I'm really focusing on supporting you more, growing this community, speaking more in groups and events. And that's just really what my focus is right now. So I'm really, really, really excited about it. So go ahead, go to the show notes either right now or after this episode, join it. There's so many women already in there and I can't wait to connect with you more in there. So that is that. Now let's go into like what actually is burnout. Okay. So really what is it? So on a really basic level, it's when our body and your mind really is experiencing more stress than it can actually handle, and that we're not properly supporting ourselves for the amount of stress that we're under. We're not giving our body the proper support for the amount of physical, mental, and emotional stress that we're under. That's just like the real basic way to explain it. Now let's get into a little more of the science behind it. So the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access, which you hear me talk about, the HPA access, is really a system where your brain and your adrenal glands are communicating. So the brain signals to your adrenal glands to secrete hormones, and then the brain monitors the amount of hormones that are actually being secreted in your your system. That's really what the HPA access is, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access, okay? So it's a system where your brain and your adrenal glands are talking to each other. The brain is like, hey, adrenals, uh, can you secrete X, Y, and Z hormones? And then the brain is monitoring what hormones are actually being secreted and put out into the system, okay? So when we're under times of stress, the HPA access is activated, and what follows that activation is a symphony of hormones that help your body adapt to the stress that you're under, and this will continue until the stress has resolved. But the problem is 
for many of us, the stress is never resolved or there's new stressors or the next day there's a new one or we go back to that same stress and it's a chronic thing that's constantly going on. So that cortisol that your adrenals are working so hard to produce, because remember, when we're stressed out, we produce the hormone cortisol. So the cortisol that your adrenals are pumping out and producing should signal to the brain like, hey, stop secreting these adrenal signaling hormones, like we're good, we're good. But instead, when we have chronic stress, this results in our adrenal glands secreting more and more and more and more cortisol. And over time, your cells actually become resistant to this cortisol, and there's a negative feedback system that becomes ineffective. And this is what leads us to HPA access becoming dysregulated, right? This is what leads to adrenal fatigue. It was formerly called adrenal fatigue. It's really HPA dysfunction. And eventually, your cortisol levels can drop way too low. And that is what leads you to symptoms of adrenal fatigue, aka burnout. Okay. So again, what is this HPA access dysfunction? I'm going to kind of just break it down a little bit more because I really want you to get it. And then we're going to talk about other symptoms you might be experiencing and then how I experience it so that maybe it can help you see it in yourself. And then I'm going to ask you some questions that you can ask yourself of how we can get out of this mode. Okay. So HPA access dysfunction really is more about your nervous system being overstimulated and it's causing those elevated cortisol levels and it also causes low blood sugar. And we talk a lot about dysregulated blood sugar. This is a huge root cause of most all hormonal imbalances. This is a major focus in my signature course when I work with any client, every single client that has come to me with dysregulated hormones or hormone imbalance has had blood sugar dysregulation 100% of the time. So it's really, really, really common. And when we're going through this chronic stress and maybe we have this adrenal fatigue, HPA dysfunction, it causes low blood sugar. However, the type of dysregulated blood sugar that we usually talk about on this um, podcast is in relation to insulin levels, right? We talk about insulin resistance, especially with PCOS. It's usually related to that. But the HPA kind of low blood sugar is really a problem with our neurotransmitters and our stress hormones rather than our insulin. So HPA dysfunction can cause the cortisol resistance, which we talked about, which impairs our serotonin production, which can then lead to insulin resistance. So really everything is connected. What I'm trying to get you to understand is that every single thing is connected. When we're stressed out, All of these things are trying to support us to support these high levels of stress that we're under because our body is always trying to protect us. So if we're under chronic stress all the time, our body's like, okay, we got to pump this out. We got to do this. We got to do this. And things get all out of whack. And the longer that we're under this stress without acknowledging it, the worse it's going to get, the more cortisol resistant we're going to get, the more our adrenals are going to chronically be um, pumping it out, the more our nervous system is going to be overstimulated, the more it's going to lead to those low blood sugar levels, and the more it's going to lead to a lot of hormone imbalances. Because as you can see, it's like a domino effect, and every single thing is connected. Now, I know this is a little sciencey, but I really wanted to give you that piece because I think it's really important to know like our brain is involved in this, our nervous system is involved, our cortisol levels, our blood sugar, our insulin, like All of these things are involved, our neurotransmitters, because like I always say, every single piece of us is connected. Every single system, every single function, every single organ, everything is connected in our body. So when one thing, we think that, oh, we're just stressed out, so it's just like a mental thing. Like, no, 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 it's affecting everything. So this is just to show that 
when we do address the body as a whole and when we understand that, okay, so all of these things are happening. So what am I supposed to do? Well, we just really have to focus on supporting your stress response and it's going to help so many things in your body that you might feel are going wrong because when this happens, it causes a ton of different symptoms. So like I talk about again a lot, you're like, well, I have irregular periods. I'm anxious. I feel exhausted. I have low sex drive. And you're like, oh my God, there's so many things wrong. And it could all be pointed back to that one root cause. So healing that root cause is going to help with everything. Now I know I'm going on a tangent, but I know you're with me. Okay. So let's just talk about some of these symptoms that you could be experiencing if you are on the brink of burnout or if you maybe do have HPA access dysfunction right now. So this could look like anxiety. It could even look like low or high blood pressure, dizziness, brain fog, insomnia. It could look like autoimmune thyroid disease, obviously feeling like overly stressed about everything or just overwhelmed by your day-to-day activities, things that you normally wouldn't be stressed about, waking up feeling tired. Um, If you have a difficult time falling asleep or staying asleep, or maybe at night you feel that like wired and tired feeling, low sex drive, low libido for sure, Um, menstrual irregularities, PMS, feeling lightheaded. If you go from laying down to standing up too fast, sometimes you could get that lightheaded feeling. That could be a symptom of it. Um, Blood sugar irregularities, which we talked about, difficulty concentrating. If you feel like you really struggle to exercise and make it through an exercise, or you feel like you really can't recover from it, that could also be a sign of it. So those are like the classic textbook signs. I want to talk to you about what it feels like for me and what I notice in my luteal phase. Because remember, the reason why we're really talking about this right now is because I recently entered my luteal phase. And if you remember, I talked about a couple of weeks ago where I had a breakthrough bleed and I did not ovulate a couple of weeks back when I normally do. My body ended up eventually ovulating. So now I'm in my luteal phase and I'm about to get my period in about like two days. So once I entered my luteal phase, I realized, I was like, whoa, I am feeling very overwhelmed, like something is off. So here's what it feels like for me. The brink of burnout really feels like massive amounts of overwhelm, like confusion, lack of clarity in a lot of areas of my life, not enjoying things that I once enjoyed, just being in a like blah or bad mood for no apparent reason, feeling super frustrated or bitter. If I'm feeling more tired than usual, even after full night's rest, I definitely know something is up. And if I feel myself like feeling inflamed, because for me, like you know, I have PCOS and my root cause was chronic inflammation. So I can feel immediately when my body is holding on to fat or it's feeling more inflamed than usual. And that is for sure a sign for me. And I felt that in this luteal phase, Um, feeling like low motivation and lack of desire to do things that I normally would be like so excited to do and low libido. Like this is what it looks like for me on the brink of burnout. Maybe you could connect with some of those things. It's going to look different for everybody, but I wanted to give you, of course, like the textbook symptoms of it. But then I also wanted to give you just like a real life example of how it shows up for me because, you know, maybe you can connect with some of the things that I just talked about. So it's going to look different for everybody, but those are really classic signs that you might be experiencing. And, you know, you have, when this comes up, we have two choices, right? When I realize that this happens, 
happened. When I was like, I entered my luteal phase and all of a sudden it was like a monster truck just slapped me in the face and was like, hey, you're no longer like in your follicular phase and ovulation phase where everything is masked and you're, you can't be honest about how you're feeling. Like, here's how you're actually feeling about things. I was like, okay, I need to take a step back. So we have, when this happens, and maybe you're in this situation right now where you're like, Corinne, I feel that right now. I feel like I'm on the brink of it. We have two choices when we are aware enough to acknowledge that we're on the brink of burnout. Number one is to continue down this path and knowingly ignore this brink of burnout until you fully reach it, where then it's going to take you a lot longer to get your hormones back in a place of harmony and actually have your body trust you again, right? Like that's really what's going to happen. That's choice number one. Or choice number two is you could reassess what you're actually doing and take a really hard look at why you're approaching this burnout, right? Like, okay, so instead of just saying like, all right, I'm reaching this burnout, this is it, this sucks, da, 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 or just like, let me just keep going, let me just push through, that's not going to do anything. So what I did is I asked myself these series of questions that I'm going to ask you, and I'll put these in the show notes in case you're driving or something and you really want to journal this out. If you're like, Corinne, this is speaking to me right now, like I really feel this coming on, I want you to have these questions because these are game-changing questions to ask yourself. Now, obviously, there are things that we can do nutritionally and lifestyle-wise. Yes, 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 yes. Prioritizing your sleep, changing certain things with your nutrition, like obviously. And if you want, I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that. If you really want me to do that, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Karina Angelica or make a post in the free Facebook group community and I will definitely do one on that. But this episode, I'm really gearing it towards how you can just first assess things that are going on in your life that is causing you to reach this burnout, not food-related, just things that are actually going on in your life. So here are the questions that I ask myself, and I invite you to do the same if if this is hitting home with you. Number one, how can things right now in your life be easier? How can you make these things more simple? Like, what are you actually overcomplicating that doesn't need to be as complicated, but you're just doing it almost like being busy to as an escape? And I am raising my hand, like I for sure were complicating things. I was complicating things in my business. I was doing so many things to like literally just keeping myself busy, probably as a way to avoid what was actually going on of like the burnout that I was approaching. And not realizing, like, I can make things so much simpler. And just asking yourself that question, how can things in your life be more simple? Like, how can things actually be easier? That is such a powerful question because let things be easy. They can be easy if you allow it to. And that doesn't mean that hard times aren't going to come. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But certain things that we're doing in our life, whether it's the, the things that we're eating or the way that we're preparing stuff or the way that we are, um, you know, acting in our relationships or we are uh, doing things in our business or your career, whatever it is, just in your life, how can things be easier and how can you make things more simple? What are you overcomplicating right now? That is number one that I want you to ask yourself. What are you overcomplicating right now? Okay. And for me, I'm just going to be fully transparent for you. I was overcomplicating stuff in my business, right? So if you've been on this podcast with me for a while, you know that in uh, the end of June, my fiance of 2022, my fiance and I are getting married. We are about three months, less than three months out. So there's a lot of things going on with planning that, the honeymoon, shower, bachelorette, like all these things are happening. And obviously I'm running this business and I was planning on starting a brand new program and like doing all these things, a three month container, like really close contact with me, a lot of one-on-one time, all this stuff. And it was going to run through the wedding and the honeymoon. And I was like, I went, I got into my luteal phase. And I'm like, what am I doing? 
right now. Like, why am I actually doing this? Yes, this program is amazing and I love it, but does it have to be right now? Because this doesn't seem like it's the best time. And especially if I'm approaching burnout, why would I add something new to my plate that involves a lot more of my energy and time when I have not as much to give? So I'm like, how can I make this simpler? I'm like, well, I could simply run my signature course that I am obsessed with over again that I know how to do it. It's it's already been there. I know it's successful. I know it helps everybody. Like, why am I making things more complicated? So that was a huge light bulb moment for me. So ask yourself that question and allow the answers to come up. If you're in your luteal phase or menstrual phase, you will get that clarity on that. And I will dive deeper into that in a second. So that is number one. Number two, what are you doing right now that you don't need to be doing? Like, what are the things that you're doing that you just feel like you need to be doing it, but it's really just adding time to your plate and it's wasting time. And that could look like things that you could outsource. That could just look like things that you could literally just stop doing. Like, what are the things that you're doing that you don't need to be doing right now? That doesn't mean that you can't push it off to later, but does it have to be something that needs to be done right now? Especially if you're in a, like, really, I mean, I feel like busy seasons are always there. So like, that's never going to go away, but there are certain things that we could put off and there are certain things that we can't put off. So what are you doing right now that you don't actually need to be doing in this moment that could wait? So you could have some more space to either enjoy what you're doing or to take more care of yourself instead of overextending yourself so much. So that is number two. Number three, how can you create more structure in your life, which will then create more freedom? Structure creates freedom. Now, every single person is different. Depending on your human design, it's going to depend on the amount of structure that's going to feel good to you. But in general, some form of structure is going to allow you to have more freedom. So if you feel like you're all over the place, you don't have a set day where you maybe meal prep, you don't have a set day when you maybe do your laundry or go food shopping or in your business, you're all over the place or in your career or with your kids' schedules and nighttime routines and bedtime or morning routines, like whatever it is. How can you create more structure so that you can have more freedom? Because when we know exactly when we're doing certain things, it gives us so much more freedom to know when we could actually do other things and have that freedom to just either chill or be spontaneous. Like having some structure allows you to be more spontaneous and allows you to take care of yourself more because you know exactly what's happening when it's happening. And that doesn't mean to get super, super rigid and way too in the masculine energy, right? But we need to be in that a little bit. If we're just flowing all over the place and we don't have any rhyme or reason, like it's going to cause a lot of overwhelm and confusion, and it's going to cause us to not be able to operate as best as possible. And again, this is going to look different for everybody. But if you ask yourself that question, how can I create more structure in my life so I can have more freedom? An answer will come up. And it doesn't have to be like a ton of things. It could just be one simple thing that you're creating more structure around. Like it could be something so as simple as tightening up a nighttime routine or creating more structure of setting days when you do grocery shop or, you know, anything like that. It could be something so, so tiny, but the smallest shifts make the biggest difference. It's never the huge things that are always making the biggest difference. It's the small things that we decide to do day in and day out. These little, little shifts that are going to change the way that we feel, the way that we perceive our life, the way that we are actually taking care of ourselves. So really ask yourself, how can you create more structure? What area of your life do you need more structure in? And and how can you do that? What can you start implementing that's going to allow you to have more freedom because you put this system in place? And it could be so simple. So don't overcomplicate it. Okay. 
That's number three. And the last one is number four. I love this question. How can you do less right now? How, and this is similar to like, what, what am I doing right now that I don't need to be doing, but how can you schedule less and what can you say no to right now? Or if you see it on your calendar, what can you reschedule? Like literally thinking about how can you do less? That is such a powerful question because we are always thinking that we have to do more and more and more and more and just constantly thinking that more is better. More is not always better. Okay. Most of the time it's not ever better. So what can you do less? How can you reschedule things? How can you start saying no more? And what can you just schedule less of? Maybe you're realizing that you're packing out every single weekend or you're packing out every single day from minute to minute to minute to minute. And I understand that we have a obligations that we can't get out of, obviously, right? But I bet you there are things that you can look at that are on your calendar or things that you're doing day to day that you could just do less of, even if it's you maybe you could watch less TV. So you have more time to get ready and go to bed. You can um, take less time meal prepping and just do more simpler meals. You can um, shorten your workouts instead of doing hour workouts every single day, which I actually don't recommend. You could shorten them. Like what are the things that you can actually do less of? How can you schedule less things in your life? And what can you say no to or reschedule? These questions are so, so powerful. And the clarity of what's been going on with you to get you to this path, it doesn't always come right away, right? So you might be thinking like, you know, I I don't know somebody answers to things or I don't actually know how I got to this place of burnout yet. It might not come to you right away, but if you are in your luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days before your period, and obviously this is if you're not on hormonal birth control, because if you're on hormonal birth control, you don't actually have phases. Then if you're in this luteal phase, you have the highest chance of finding that clarity in your luteal phase and your menstrual phase because of where your hormone levels are at. So if you're in your follicular ovulatory phase right now, you're probably not going to be able to get that deep level of alignment that you really are going to get in your luteal phase. So table this for when you're in your luteal phase. See how you actually feel once you get to that point and then ask yourselves these questions. So maybe save this episode or screenshot the questions and come back to it once you get in your luteal phase because that's when the clarity is really going to come. So once for me, what it looks like is once I enter my luteal phase, I I feel a drastic shift from ovulation to luteal, like very, very drastic shift in my perspective and just everything. So it kind of, for me, it starts like things just, I notice more when things are off in that like first half of the luteal phase. And then that second half of the luteal phase, it's like, oh, okay. It's getting clearer and clearer and clearer of what I need to be doing and what I actually desire doing. And then once your menstrual phase hits, it's like, boom, here it is. And it becomes so much clearer. So give yourself the space to do that. And really ask yourself, you like take a good hard look at what's going on without feeling guilty or shameful about maybe how you haven't been prioritizing yourself as much as you want to, right? Like I could have went down a whole rabbit hole of how I wasn't taking care of myself as best as I could or how I was busy being so busy for no reason. I was trying to complicate things and, and beat myself up and be like, why am I doing this? But that is not serving anybody and that is just a waste of time. So instead, ask yourself the questions that I presented to you and that will be in the show notes so that 
that, you can actually get to the bottom of it and make some changes and understand where it's coming from. So then in the following phase and the following months coming, you are more intentional about what you're doing so that we don't get to this burnout place because no one wants to feel like that. No one wants to feel overwhelmed and stressed out all the time. Like that is a horrible feeling. We don't want to feel anxious. You don't want to feel brain fog. You don't want to have low libido. Like we don't want those things. So when you take the time to really step back and take a good hard look at what's happening and how you can actually restructure things in your life to make it better, that is when change actually happens. And that makes you feel so empowered because you are the only person that can change whatever is going on with you in any area of your life, in your health, in your relationship, in your career, in your business, in any area of your life. You are the only person that is responsible for changing it and that can actually change it no matter what it is, which can feel a little bit overwhelming, but it could also feel super, super empowering. And that's obviously what I want it to feel like for you of like, okay, I can do this. Maybe I got myself in this mess unintentionally, but now I'm going to intentionally get myself out of it and make things even better because you deserve to feel better. You deserve to have this time. And I believe that this all happens for a reason. I don't regret any of this happening because I'm like, wow, I was able to really look at this and get even more in alignment. And that is what I desire for you. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you ask yourself these questions in your luteal phase. I cannot wait to see you in the free Mind Your Hormones listener community and the Facebook group. Again, the link is below to join it. Share that link with friends. Make sure you check your email so you can join the Facebook group. I cannot wait for all that is to come in this community. I am so grateful for you. I'm obsessed with you. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.